Hi, and welcome to The Badass Moms, where we moms learn to achieve fitness and health goals despite being sleep deprived and overworked. Here's your host, Nicole, the super busy mommy coach. Hello, and welcome to Badass Moms, brought to you by the Holistic Therapies Directory. I'm Nicole Cruz, super busy mommy coach. This is a bonus episode with Christopher Roche, the no excuses coach. Uh, He helps people overcome their self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And now Chris and I just shot two episodes and we went deep into the obstacles that hold people back into Chris's heartbreaking story that got him to where he is now into responsibility, into how this all um, impacts moms in the toughest situations And we ended up deciding to do a bonus episode on a topic we've discussed in other places before. Um, But we're going to we're going to go deep into the coaching industry and share some of our thoughts on where it is. And um, if you are considering finding a coach, how do you get one of the good ones? So, Chris, welcome to the show. Great to have you back again. (laughs) Thank you. It's an honor to be back again. Yeah. So. I mean, we've talked about this before and when we, we led a discussion on clubhouse and to prepare for it, I asked a bunch of people, you know, tell me your honest opinion of the coaching industry. And not one person was like, oh my God, coaches are great. They like save our lives. And, and, and meanwhile, like, that's what most coaches, like, if you talk to a coach, like that's usually what they, they're like, well, I'm helping people. I'm changing lives, but that's not what people were. And even the coaches, that was the interesting part. Like half the people who answered were coaches and they were like, yeah, there are some really good ones out there, but man, most of them. And like went on a rant. And so it was like, pretty much like coaches are sharks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Baby shark, baby shark. You know, I, I was really thinking about that and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it because I know now it's going to be stuck in my head for like three or four weeks. Thank you, Chris. Is this an explicit episode? Can I just curse you out right now? <laughs> but yeah, so tell, tell me your, th- what are your thoughts on the coaching industry? Tell the audience, cause I've heard some of your thoughts before. My thoughts on the coaching industry. Um, I think it's like any other industry. I think that when it's in its infancy, that it's great, it's magical, and it's an opportunity to be on the ground floor of doing something. But then I think from what has happened with COVID and everybody's trying to pivot and everybody's taking their life experiences to go, oh, I could be a coach, right? Or I could go take a certificate and go be a coach. Um, Yeah, I mean, uh, the monetization of what has happened from the goodness of what it is that I originally got into the profession for, which I told you before, I did it for free. I did pay it forward coaching just because I wanted to coach people. I just wanted to help people. I had a daytime job. I was good. I was like, I just want to help people. But I did find out that if people didn't have financial interest in the coaching, that the chances of them being ultimately successful um, were uh, were less than stellar. So people would sit there and, oh, I want coaching. And I, I found out from this, I'm like, okay, you want to say you're being coached, but you're not being coached. Um, so as far as the coaching industry right now, I think it's, I think they're, are potentially well-intentioned people, but I think it's gotten over so oversaturated with people who believe that they are experts in their field based on some mild success that they've had. And they feel that it's okay to go out there and give other people advice. Like we were talking about on clubhouse, you go into some of the clubhouse rooms and you hear these coaches and giving advice. You're like, where are you, where are you coming at that from? Right. 
Mm-hmm. What experience do you have in that? For me, I won't, I won't coach somebody on a given subject or, or a given topic if I have not personally been through it or I have not personally helped hundreds of people go through that. Otherwise, I'm not an expert. I don't care if I go through the, the scholastic aspect of it. For me personally, I want to know if I'm going to be coached by somebody like my coach is Sally Anderson. She's been through hell and back hell and back and she's successful and she's done it on her own terms. That's who I want as my coach. I want the coach that's been, you went to hell. Yeah. How was it? Oh, it was really hot. Oh my God. How did you get through it? Here's how I got through it. I don't want to go to somebody and go, um, you know, I'm in a tough spot. And then you got a life coach who has been through a curriculum that they can't really truly help you identify what the root cause of the symptom is. And I'll give you an example. All of a sudden I've been, a, I've been a coach's coach lately, which I never aspired to be at all. But I've had coaches come to me and say, Hey, listen, Chris, I've gone through these programs. I've gone through this program, but I see how you coach. You seem to do it intuitively. You seem to do it. Um, uh, uh, what's the other word I use? Um, um, not collaboratively. There's another, there's another word I've been using, but basically using my intuition to be able to coach based on what it is, all the experiences I've been doing, been through with people. I mean, I've been coaching for over 20 years. Um, so for me, I want to, to see that happen where people are, are going to people who have actually been through those experiences so they can help them through that. Because a lot of these people right now have gone through that scholastic situation. And one of the clients that I had recently, she said that she was trying to get through the scholastic portion of her certification program. And I told her years before, I said, you would make a remarkable coach. You've been through so much. You're a woman in the business area. You're hugely successful. You you work at Monster Energy Drinks. I mean, you could be, you're, you're in great shape. You could be so much of a coach. Unbeknownst to me, she signed up for one of those classes. It was a six month class, not a one week class. And she's like, Chris, I have to, do, I have to get through this, this process and I'm having a problem. And I said, okay. I said, how about we role play? I'll be the client and you be the coach and you use your very prescriptive format to diagnose my situation and to, to coach me, okay? And she's like, yeah. So she proceeds. So, you know, asking me these open-ended questions, leading me down a rabbit trail, trying to get me to an end result so that I can say their magic little thing. And so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play anything up. And she, every question she, the first three, four questions were great. And then I decided to kind of throw her a loop because I'm like, I can, I could say this. And so I threw her a loop Then she stopped. She goes, I don't know what question to ask next, next, because you didn't fit into the funnel of what they think that somebody is normally going to say in the situation. And I said, yeah, now you look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. I said, now you don't know what to say to me because you don't have any experience. They didn't teach it to you in school. And now I'm looking at you for, as the expert and I'm like, oh, you don't know what's going on here. You know, a lot of people are faking it till they make it. So I mean, I could go on and on about the coaching, coaching industry. For me, if, for people who are looking for coaches, you really just have to spend time with that person. You have to talk to the people that they've coached. You have to look at their resume and see what their experiences are. Um, are they an expert in their industry, right? You know, somebody could be a financial coach, but are they living out of an apartment driving a Yugo? <laughs> okay, I'm, I don't want, I don't want, uh, no, no. So, I mean, yeah, I can go on and on and on. Yeah, no, I 100%. And I think it's so important to know um, like what you want, like, I think it's important for people to know what kind of coach they want. And I think it's important for coaches to know what their strengths are and who they're best suited to help, because that's what I got out of a lot of these conversations. Um, it's like coaches, like most of them are well-meaning. Some of them have a Messiah complex. I'll be real, (laughs) but you know, most of them, 
most of yeah, egos, man, egos in the coaching industry. But, um, you know, most of them like actually do want to have a positive impact and believe they are having a positive impact. Um, but a lot of times they don't necessarily realize where the drawbacks are. Right. So, for example, you have like you have the, the combination, right. You've gone through it and you also have the experience of helping hundreds of people. And you did that even before you charged. Um, and so you got that experience on you know, well, not just, oh, this worked for me. So I'm going to tell everyone to do exactly what I did. And if it doesn't work for them, it must be because they're not trying hard enough or like they have negative thoughts that are attracting negative vibrations into their life. Right. right. Um, not helpful. But <laughs> or you're just a crappy coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like, like there needs to be both sides of it, but then at the same time, you don't want the person who has the academic experience, but not necessarily the practical application. And so it's like, you can be qualified because you've gone through it yourself. And in certain situations, it may be more beneficial to like, you may be in, in something that's like really personal, you feel more comfortable talking to someone who's gone through it themselves. And so it's important to know that, or depending, like if you're looking for a financial coach or a business coach or whatever, you know, you may want to have somebody who is an expert in that field, um, but then maybe they don't know as much about the coaching aspect of it, right? So they might have all of these, like they might know exactly how to solve the problem, but maybe not how to make it work when it's not in a textbook situation. You know, like those math problems you did, like Johnny mm -hmm. has a ladder. If he puts the ladder at 47 degrees and you're like, this never actually happens, you know? <laughs> And that's, I mean, that's a big thing I rail about in, in, in the fitness industry and like why I have a niche because I'm like, okay, well, if you take a textbook exercise and tell people push harder and make this work in your life, it's one thing. It's another thing to look at the person's life and then apply science to it with like starting from scratch and not thinking about what a regimen needs to look like. But that's my little rant. I'm forgetting that. But that's kind of how it is. Like you can have these like textbook situations, but do you know how to coach, how to make, how to apply it in real life? Or, do, you know, maybe somebody has a lot of experience with a lot of different, you know, coaching a lot of different kinds of people, but maybe, um, you know, again, it might be that intellectual side of it, but not the personal side where you can relate to them. And so I think knowing like, you know, what qualifies the person and deciding what kind of experience you want is clutch. Big time, big time. I mean, you got, you have to know what your outcome is. You have to know where it is. What, what is your, your, your desired outcome? And I think that's the problem with, with some of the coaches now is they don't know how to get to that. They don't, they, they, they go prescriptively through that. And in the, for me, it's the congruency factor. I have talked to a lot of coaches and speakers, um, in my life and I've been backstage at some major events and seeing some, some top profile people come backstage and hearing the crowd clapping and like me being just like a young guppy, like, Oh my God. And I saw this one guy, he came backstage and he goes, how many sheets did we get? And I befriended the photographer because you always befriend the photographer. And he goes, I said, what are sheets? And he goes, Oh, that's how many orders they got from what he just sold. I'm like, why is he so concerned about that? I mean, he's, he, he should be feeling good. He's got people out there clapping. He, he sounded really good. And he, this guy, and I was just like, Oh, there's different faces of people who are in the personal development industry. You know, whether the, like you said, the Messiah aspect of it, the ego aspect of it. Um, I can't remember what his name, uh, I'm going to forget his name right now, but there's a guy out there. Um, oh, Jesus. I can't remember his name. It's going to come to me, but a very famous guy who basically was caught regurgitating all of the positive personal development stuff that everybody else has said. They quoted him as the stuff he took from Brendan Bouchard. Um, I can't remember his name. Jay Shetty. Was that, it was Jay Shetty? 
There was an article on him. Like he was basically plagiarizing all these other people pretending to be this guy. He came out and defended himself. I never went back and looked at it again, but it was like, he was just plagiarizing. He was just out there saying the same things other people were saying and people were paying them thousands of dollars to guide their lives. Basically, and he was just regurgitating what everybody else was saying. So um, yeah, you have to know what you want. You have to have conversations with people. For me, most of my coaching clients are referrals or people that get to know me through social media or get to know me through my podcast. You should get to know somebody, know, like, and trust them before you place your life in their hands, right? I mean, you're, you're an ex excellent example. You are a super busy mom. You're raising your son. You're doing what it needs to be, what needs to happen out there to, to live your life and to, to create your dreams. You're doing it. You're doing it right now. You're doing this podcast. You know, that's what people need to be doing is actually going out there and experience things for themselves and being able to, to want to take their success to that next level, which is a lot of people say they want to, but they don't. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, um, you know, I think also like, what do you actually need from a coach is so important because I've hired coaches, um, you know, for the outcome that I wanted very specific niche and they coached people towards it. And it turned out that they gave like a very kind of generic step-by-step -step thing that I could have thought of myself. And their main selling point was the accountability. And I was like, I can hold myself accountable. Like, that's not my problem personally. You know, what my problem is I have this unique circumstance and all the advice I'm finding in other places isn't really fitting my situation. And when I experiment with adapting it, it, it doesn't work. And I don't know why I need, I need expertise. That's what I needed. I needed expertise. And I went into a program that was more based on accountability. And I mean, this happens in, in fitness too. And it's, and, and I'm not saying this is a negative thing. I'm saying there, there could be someone else who's in the opposite situation. They're like, I know exactly what I need to do. And I need someone to make me do it, you know, but like, no, know, know exactly what you need to get out of this coaching program so that you can, you know, ask about it, you know, and, and ask the right questions too. You know, like if you, if you know what to do and you need someone to hold your hand and get you through it, then you don't want to go to the person who is great at coming up with innovative solutions like that academic where they have tons of knowledge and wisdom, but isn't so mm -hmm. great at the emotional side of coaching. That's not going to serve you. Whereas I absolutely needed that person. I didn't care. Like they could, they could suck at the emotional part. I needed someone to say, oh, so if you have this amount of time and this amount of resources, and this is your situation, try this, 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 and this to get results. And I'd be like, thank you. I'll hold myself accountable. Thank you very much. Um, you know, and then there's people who are really good at, you know, there are people who are really good at those like outlier cases, right? Those unique cases that don't fit the textbook situations coming up with creative solutions. And then there are the people who are really good at, you know, taking things and applying it in real life, making it relatable to the lay person who may not be as obsessed with that subject area as they are making it, teaching it, making it, so that people can learn it well. And there are the people who are really good at the accountability aspect of it, just getting people to do the obvious things you need to do to get there. And what do you need? Because, <laughs> and, and then the coaches too, you should know what you're good at because what I see too much of, unfortunately, is people then blaming the clients when no, actually you weren't able to coach them the way they needed to be coached. Truth, truth. I have not had a client fail yet. I've never given up. I've never, never given up on a client. Nope. I, I know we see it through all the way. That's incredible. 
What do you attribute to your high success rate other than not giving up on them? I only take the right clients. That was the big mistake. I used to take everybody. I used to coach everybody. And then I was a, I was a, I was a relationship coach primarily for a number of years. And then I decided that, I mean, I'm really good at it, but I decided listening to that stuff and, and being a part of that was like grueling and really tiring. So I was like, okay, I don't want to be a, a main relationship coach before anymore. Then I got into goal setting and all sorts of other stuff. And then I just became the no excuses coach. I'm like, I'm so sick of people coming to me and going, I didn't have time, Chris, or I didn't know how I'm like, okay, no, now I just want, now I just, I took my coaching up to the next degree. I'm like, now I only want to work with people who want that, who want to want to be called out on their crap. Like, listen, you know, uh, I, I give, I give my coach, you know, I give my coach all these other excuses and they let me get away with it. I'm like, well, you're at the no excuses coach now. So if you honestly want the outcome and the results of, of getting past your excuses, then let's work together. And I'll interview them to make sure that they're actually capable of doing that. Because if they're not, then I don't want to work with them. But that's where we're successful. Because if you truly, what is, what is your nth degree? How bad do you want it? You know, oh, so I'm looking at a coach. I'm like, oh, yeah, wait, what do you, oh, I'm kind of thinking about this. I'm not sure about that. Okay, sure. I could take your money for six months, but I don't want to work with somebody who I have to like constantly pull. I want somebody to go, I want that, Chris. And I have not been able to get that since I wanted it. And you're the guy that's going to get me to that part. So what do we got to do? Okay, let's look at your excuses. Let's, let's look at your micro excuses. Let's, like we said in the other episode, look, what is your best, right? Mm-hmm. And I think to your point, um, <clears throat> referrals are, are, I think, the exponential way to, to find the right coach. Um, ask people around, like, so what is that person that they're, they're doing that they're, that they're so successful? Go talk to them. Like, do you have a coach? Who is your coach? You know, talk to people who are successful. Maybe they might be a coach themselves. They might mentor you. That's the way I look at it. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's great advice. Um, Are there any other questions that you would ask if you were interviewing your own coach, for example? Um, And let's, maybe let's, let's broaden it up because you interviewing your coach might be different than say the questions someone else might, like in general, what questions should a person, in your opinion, ask a coach? Um, can I talk to some of your previous clients? Mm, good one. Uh, no, probably, you can talk to any of my clients. I'll, I'll, of course, ask my clients like, hey, would you mind talking to somebody? Or I get toast testimonials or whatnot. Um, I think the one question you can really ask is like, what is what unique talent or specific ability do you have as a coach that's going to get me to the destination that I want to get to? And if I don't know my destination of where I want to get to, what makes you unique to be able to get me to that destination? And then listen, and then interview different people. And when you click with that person, that's the person to go with. hundred percent. I love that. hundred <laughs> percent true. Um, I think you froze. Are you there? Can you hear me? Chris? All right. We might've lost a little bit of internet. Frozen. Okay, there you are. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) You were frozen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, froze again. Let's see. Hello, hello, hello. Somebody was frozen. Okay, there we go. All right. Like the movie. Frozen. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a fantastic question. I love it. 100%. Um, So, yeah, anyone out there who is looking for a coach, who is considering, you know, know that it's really important to find the right one for your needs and um, ask the right questions. Um, You know, testimonials, testimonials are important, 
But also keep in mind, you don't know how many unhappy customers and clients they have. So take testimonials with a grain of salt. Um, I can tell you in the fitness industry, you can purchase before and after photos for your website and the faces are cut off. And a lot of times those are not the same people hate to tell you. So yeah testimonials, take them with a grain of salt. You can pay actors to make video testimonials saying whatever you want on Fiverr. It's not even that much money. Um, yeah, these are things that I've never done them. Never, ever done any of these things. All of my stuff is 100% real and authentic, but I've, you know, being in the industry, you get tips and advice and yes, I've come across this. So, um, take testimonials with a grain of salt. Um, ask to speak to their clients, figure out what makes them qualified, what their strengths are. I love the question that you asked, what makes you uniquely qualified to help me figure out my path or get me to my destination. Um, And really think about the diversity in the coaching industry. You know, like being unregulated is a strength in that you can have an innovative approach and introduce it without it being squashed by the status quo. But it's also it also has its downsides because anyone can decide, hey, I'm qualified to be a coach. <laughs> so shop around carefully, people. Um, anything you want to add before we wrap up, Chris? No, <clears throat> other than that, it's just been an amazing opportunity to sit here and talk with you about, you know, all the different questions you've asked me have been just absolutely tremendous. Talking about the coaching industry, I just madly respect and admire everything that you're doing as a super busy mom um, with your son and everything else. Then the great content that you're putting out in the world to help people, massive respect, massive love. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you so much, Chris. It's been an honor to have you. You really are a superstar and I respect what you do so much and getting to know you better during these three episodes. We were going to do two, but you know, that wasn't enough. (laughs) What can I say? Um, It's been an absolute pleasure and I just have the utmost respect for you and what you do. And, And I love your down to earth approach. You know, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So thank you. I look forward to, um, collaborating more in the future. Awesome. You got it, Nicole. Thank you so much. You're a rock star. (laughs) All right. And, um, if you didn't hear the first couple episodes, Chris, tell them how they can get in touch with you if they're interested in coaching. Once again, thank you. www.christopherrausch.com. R-A-U-S-C-H, christopherrausch.com. If you can't remember that, noexcusescoach.com. I'm glad to help you and take care of you. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening to the Badass Moms podcast brought to you by the Holistic Therapies Directory. If you are a holistic practitioner or if you're looking for a holistic practitioner, make sure you check out holistictherapiesdirectory.com. And of course, check out superbusymommycoach.com to pick my brain. Tons of free tips and resources on there. And I am currently accepting applications for a couple of one-on-one coaching slots. And if you're interested, the most direct way to apply is to simply DM me the words coach me on Facebook or Instagram at super busy mommy coach. Thank you. And we'll see you next time on the badass moms podcast. Hi, super busy mommies. Nicole Cruz here, super busy mommy coach. If you're a single mom or a mom facing hardship, it can be impossible to find uninterrupted time for a workout, let alone to prepare healthy meals, meditate, and get quality sleep. And all the motivational memes in the world telling you to push harder and make time won't change that fact. And that's where I come in. How do you reach high levels of fitness when you don't have any uninterrupted time for workouts? How do you prepare healthy meals when you're more likely to end up wearing food by the end of the day than actually eating it? 
And how do you practice mindfulness when you get climbed on every time you try to sit still? These are some of the questions I answer for the absolutely badass moms I work with who are stopped by nothing. Pick my brain and find out more at superbusymommycoach.com. You've been listening to Badass Moms. Join us again and get your badass on.